Hot on the heels of our conversation with Dr. Jack Cruz around the future of decentralized medicine comes this visit to its ancient roots. Ayurveda means the science of life and is the oldest traditional system of medicine which is extensively used all over the world today. The premise of Ayurveda is harmonization with nature to awaken the natural healing intelligence of the body. The foundational emphasis is on circadian attunement. Orbiting this central solar focus are nourishing lifestyle routines for diet, sleep, sexuality, and mental spiritual health. Ayurveda also features a stunning variety of herbal formulas to call upon along with precise diagnostic techniques which hone into individual needs. Like any decentralized system, self-study, reverence for nature, discipline, and empowerment are the requirements and the rewards on the path. Mindful medicina in India? It's true. That happened. I traveled to India again last November and stayed at an Ayurvedic healing center before meeting up with my Kirtan music group. I grabbed this fascinating field interview with the main Ayurvedic doctor on site. My first day there, I had a conversation with Dr. Archana Ramola and knew that mindful medicina followers needed to hear what she had to say. Sadly, over the ages, the principally decentralized model of Ayurveda has largely slipped into conventional patterns, much like modern naturopathic medicine has. The emphasis on diet, lifestyle, and simple interface with nature has given way to over-prescribing long lists of herbs and supplements, forsaking an individualized diagnostic process for formulaic protocols, essentially treating symptoms rather than root cause. And while we'd like to give a shout out to all the doctors out there holding ground for the real deal, these systems have been widely industrialized and commercialized. The plot has been lost. But what we are seeing now is a revolution. Like Dr. Jack Cruz, our guest today, Dr. Archana Ramola, and her trainers, Dr. Raj Kumar and Dr. Ramya Krishnan, represent a purifying return to the decentralized models of medicine. You know I love this word revolution. It's from the Latin revolvare, which means to roll back. It implies that we will transform the future by going back to the ancient ways. Kind of gives me goosebumps. Science-based, evidence-based Ayurveda, which we'll shorten to SBEBA in this conversation, is a movement that has been growing for over a decade. Dr. Raj Kumar and Dr. Krishnan saw how the application of Ayurvedic medicine, as well as its reputation, were slipping into conventional patterns, mainly because, in their words, the incomplete and superficial knowledge of physicians in both basic and applied science of Ayurveda are due to the gravely impaired education prevailing in professional Ayurveda education sector today. Chronic problems and lifestyle diseases are also empirically treated with long and unpredictable prescriptions, prolonged hospital admission with multiple therapies, repeated admission, and with a great component of unpredictability. Another core belief of SBEBA is that vibrant health is for everyone, not just those who can pay the high fees. Class should not be an issue in any form of medicine. Most of the healing arrives within customizing lifestyle routine, diet, and interface with nature. 
In this way, physicians become insightful teachers, guiding their patient out of acute and chronic disease without expensive, dangerous, and imprecise interventions. Knowing that humanity now more than ever needs Ayurveda to shine in its original, accessible, and precisely efficient form, these doctors dove into the three main ancient Ayurvedic texts where the original precepts are recorded. Side note, these texts are referred to as scriptures, and we just love the natural connection of medicine with divinity. The shlokas are the wisdom verses within these ancient texts, which detail the pure scientific practice of Ayurveda were carefully translated and used to standardize the medical training and treatment guidelines of SBEBA. Dr. Archana Ramola was kind enough to sit down with me to tell me about this revolutionary approach her teachers have pioneered and that she herself proudly upholds as her dharma in this life. Welcome to the Mindful Medicina Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeanette Daniels. I'm a naturopathic medical doctor on a mission to inspire a renewed confidence in the intelligence of the human body. And joining the conversation today is my friend and colleague, Janelle Hartman, lymphatic and colon hydrotherapist, esteemed yoga teacher of teachers, and the co-producer of this show. All right, would you share with us your name? So my name is Dr. Archana, and I am practicing Ayurveda in Dehradun for like four years now. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And um, on our podcast, we have been focusing on hormone health from many different perspectives. So some of the major topics have been menopause Mm -hmm. and also fertility and then male virility and male testosterone health and and those things like that. So I'd love to hear the Ayurvedic approach to that and your perspective on some of these things. Okay. So in Ayurveda, we approach menopause like there will be stages of menopause, okay? Perimenopause and then complete cessation of the bleeding, which is menopause. So before menopause, there will be a stage, which is perimenopause, where all the hormonal changes will be occurring, okay? So in Ayurveda, like when the, when it, the process of menopause starts, the pitta predominance will be there. We have three doshas in Ayurveda. Uh, so one is vata, other is pitta, and another one is kapha. So in the beginning of menopause, in perimenopause days, pitta predominance will be there. Okay, so all the diseases like DUB and all the emotional changes and everything, endometrium hyperplasia, all these things will be occurring because of the pitta predominance. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's also be the hot flashes where yes, you feel the heat. Exactly. The pitta. So pitta is like mm-hmm. the only guna of pitta is hot. Mm-hmm. So uh, hot flashes and everything is because of pitta predominance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then eventually after some time the pitta will be decreased and vata will be increased. 
okay so there'll be dry quality increased mm-hmm. so that's when it happens the complete cessation of the bleeding mm-hmm. so and then also vaginal dryness yes exactly mm-hmm. and most important thing is like stress anxiety mm-hmm. emotional imbalances mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. what i go and everything it comes because of vata increase mm-hmm. in there okay so what we do because vata is of dry quality mm-hmm. and if you follow ayurveda lifestyle like scientific ayurveda throughout your life okay which is that to mix or add ghee and oil in your diet if we add like ghee and milk in our day to day life for like from the very beginning of our life mm-hmm. okay so there'll be no dry quality uh-huh. okay so what happens is when optimum sneha means dry quality is not there optimum sneha which is a sanskrit term and sneha sneha mm. okay so sneha is like anxiousness aha uh-huh. okay Can yes yes exactly uh-huh. nourishment or this kind of thing mm. okay so if optimum sneha is maintained your menopausal age will be delayed to uh-huh. a great extent mm. okay and you will not feel like all the diseases and all the symptoms you will it will be there because it menopause is a phys- physiological thing right so it will be there but it will be delayed to a very like great amount of time mm-hmm. okay and you will not feel like many kind of hot flashes it will be there but it will be like okay you can uh-huh. tolerate all the things uh-huh. so that's how it is that's how ayurveda helps okay mm-hmm. so that's where it comes like we have conventional ayurveda and we have sbeva okay so sbva is basically some diagnostic principles and treatment principles deciphered from ayurveda itself and that stands for science based evidence evidence based, based ayurveda. ayurveda okay so these are diagnostic principles and treatment principles deciphered by dr rajkumar and dr ramya ma'am okay mm-hmm. so they have um, dr rajkumar sir have deciphered uh, sanskrit shloka and he has come up with like diagnostic principles how to diagnose the diseases and the shloka just just to kind of fill people in is these ancient kind of these texts yes these. exactly mm-hmm. from the ayurvedic text mm-hmm. uh, we have three sahitas three scriptures mm-hmm. okay so he deciphered from the sahita itself so there mm-hmm. are shlokas and then he translated it and then he came up with all the diagnostic principles for certain diseases like if you have autoimmune diseases and there are many autoimmune diseases right like psoriasis and sle and other autoimmune diseases type 1 diabetes so you will not be treating then individually all the diseases uh-huh. okay you have to reverse the autoimmunity uh-huh. okay so that's where the dr rajkumar came up with all the diagnostic principles that first you have to diagnose the disease that it is autoimmunity and then you have to apply the treatment principle uh-huh. which is justified by him only okay so you have to apply the principles and when you for and when you reverse the autoimmunity all the symptoms and all the diseases will not be there mm-hmm. by itself okay mm-hmm. so that's how we function in ayurveda mm-hmm. yes yeah so so um just to kind of reiterate you hone in on the absolute source yes. and when you can remove that then all of the other things go i always say like a hinge that moves a very big door yes exactly uh-huh. exactly so you just have to open a key and it's not like you have to use uh so many keys mm-hmm. everything symptoms are locked in a room okay mm-hmm. so you cannot just pick one symptom okay we want to remove the pain just give the anti anti analgesics okay yeah. painkillers or whatever for allergy you cannot give anti allergic throughout the life yeah. for hay fever and yes. all the allergic condition dermatitis mm-hmm. it's like prevalent 
in today's time. Mm -hmm. And so we see the conventional approach yes, where exactly. it's basically continuous and they're always adding things rather yes. than just getting that one thing yes, exactly. that's going to move so it. So in what, have, what, what is happening in conventional Ayurveda that they're not stopping all the modern medicine the patient is already taking, mm -hmm. okay? And they're just adding Ayurveda medicine and that too, not just one. They're also adding bulk of medicine, Yeah. okay? With dietary guidelines as well. So what you have to do, you have to stop all the modern medications, the Western medication, and then you have to apply the one single medication, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. for the cause. Mm -hmm. So once the cause is removed, the symptoms will not be there. So anymore. it's not your big list of herbs. No, there's one, one, just one tablet. And this is where there. we come to the diagnostic precision of this type of the traditional Ayurveda finds yes. the one thing. Yes, exactly. So in Ayurveda, we have different treatment protocols, okay? So first is like Hetu Vipreet, which is Hetu just means cause, okay? Uh -huh. And Vipreet means opposite. Mm -hmm. So you have to find the cause and you have to apply the opposite treatment principle, uh -huh. okay? Mm -hmm. So once you do that, the disease will be reversed. Mm -hmm. That's the simple mechanism of it, okay? So you so, find the balancing principle. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So if we have like 20 gunas, which is like qualities. Mm -hmm. So everything in the world has some quality and Ayurveda has mentioned it, okay? So all the qualities of herbs and what food articles and what are we taking? Everything is mentioned in Ayurveda. So if like 20 qualities are there and if in your body the dry quality is increased, we will be doing opposite of that, okay? Mm -hmm. Sneha, anxiousness. So we will be giving you like ghee, which is grita. So it will remove the dry quality mm -hmm. and all the diseases manifesting from the dry quality like degeneration and all the other things will be removed by itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if uh, like anxiousness is increased in your body, okay, you have to apply the opposite principle that is dry quality. Mm -hmm. So you will be using the herbs, which is of dry quality mm -hmm. and you will make a diet for the patient. Uh, to make the herb work more mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so the thing is that 70% of the work is done by the diet itself and 30% is by medicine mm -hmm. okay yeah. so you change your lifestyle we give you certain di dietary guidelines you have to follow them and then you'll see the change mm -hmm. that it's you that you um, that we are helping you heal so it's not like we're treating the disease we're treating the patients yes that's the most important thing mm -hmm. we're not treating the blood reports mm -hmm. so patient is like if it, he's on, he or she is on suppressive medicine mm -hmm. so if he's having thyroid and he's on suppressive medicine you'll see that his thyroid function and t3 t4 tsh all the hormones are on are normal right uh -huh. it's not increased and once you like withdraw the medicine then you'll see the increase so in blood test, it's everything is normal, but in your body, it's not, it's just suppressed, uh -huh. right? So we're not treating blood reports. We're mm -hmm. just treating the patient mm -hmm. that is suffering. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we, it's, the motto of SBB is just to heal, help you heal because your body is meant for heal. Yeah. So it will do everything to heal itself. We just help to heal. Yes. That's it. And in this way, it was fascinating the other day when we were speaking about how, and you're not meant to then be on this herb that balances and you're just on it forever. You take it until the balance occurs and then you allow your body yes. to then be in its intelligence yes, and exactly. integrate that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So in SBBA, what happens is like treatment one, um, there'll be stages of treatment. Okay. So one will be like reverse the infection, reverse the inflammation, reverse the autoimmunity. What is, what 
exactly is there okay what is the reason of that so for in first stage you have to remove that okay mm-hmm. and then in second stage immune stabilization is there so immune stabilization once you done the disease will not reappear aha uh-huh. so second stage is most important mm-hmm. okay so in that uh, we use like different kind of ghee and ghee is said to be in ayurveda that it upholds the ojas ojas is like um, essence of all the seven tissues which uh-huh. is made up of like we have our food okay then uh-huh. it is uh, divided into two part mm-hmm. waste and essence mm-hmm. and from that essence uh, first dhatu is made okay uh-huh. there are seven tissues first yes. tissue is the uh, yes, yes the plasma uh-huh. okay then there'll be two three four five six seven seventh is uh, shukra which is a sperm mm-hmm. okay yes, yes. reproductive yes yeah. the reproductive health so from that it should be like healthy so if you're taking healthy food it doesn't matter if you're taking healthy food if your digestive fire is not working well yeah. and your it metabolism is yet yeah. so metabolism is not working well mm-hmm. so it is not getting absorbed and assimilated so it doesn't matter how much nutritive food you are taking mm-hmm. it has to be absorbed if you even you are taking it in a small amount if mm-hmm. it is getting absorbed that is far better than taking too much of nutritive of supplements yes okay yeah. so it's like that so once the uh, essence is getting absorbed like properly the rasa will be formed properly okay from that all the other dhatus or other tissues will be formed properly so then shukra which is a sperm will form properly mm-hmm. and from all the the ojas is the essence of all the dhatus again uh-huh. yeah. yeah so quintessential of all the dhatus is ojas yeah so, so i think of that as like a building it builds it nourishes it's yes. like a it's like a power it's like yes. a power yes yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so it happens from where what you eating and how you eating mm-hmm. okay so everything should be get digested properly mm-hmm. and for that you need to follow certain guidelines like what common errors you are making in diet you need to know that yes okay yeah. so like not taking previous day food is a one previous day like leftovers yes yes so mm-hmm. like food you make tomorrow like today and then you eating it tomorrow as well yeah. so food kept overnight is not good because mm-hmm. it vitiates all the three doshas and yeah. especially kapha uh-huh. then it what it will do it will slow down your digestive fire and slow down your metabolism so it's now it's not getting absorbed properly uh-huh. and what will happen uh, and all the other things there are so many like guidelines just for the food is given in ayurveda mm-hmm. so there are so many guidelines you need to follow so from like following scientific guidelines given by sbba it's the only answer uh-huh. to all the problems Yeah. in the world right now i guess yeah. yes yeah. It, yeah. it sounds like it's true medicine yes. and that the ancients really had this figured out yes yeah and so much of it is based in lifestyle and these the pillars of the food and the sleep and like our controlling the senses and our sexuality yes. um and that that is where medicine even naturopathic medicine is all about pills and supplements and all of these yes. things and it's just like um it's not it's actually taking us away and it's also very expensive it's not accessible yes, exactly. and i was really inspired when in our conversation the other day when you were talking about how these doctors that you're citing how they are are creating these incredible treatments yes. for just pennies like yes. really you know a small amount of money so everybody has access <coughs> yeah so the thing is that most important thing is that they are doing it in like a very small amount of money yeah. okay and it's not like <coughs> pardon 
Mm-hmm. So it's not like that you have to use, you have to have like uh, so much amount of money to get healthy. Right. You can be healthy like even when you have nothing in yeah. your pocket, like zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have uh, viral fever guidelines like VFFA, viral fever first aid. Uh, it's an online platform. Everybody in the world, it's not just India, everybody in the world can access it if they are having any fever, like any kind of fever, dengue, typhoid or any kind of fever, just normal cold or COVID, COVID-2, okay? So they just can register it and they will be assigned um, a doctor and a volunteer. And a volunteer will ask the patient two to three times what his condition is, what her condition is, and the doctor will tell what diet and what medicated water he or she needs to follow not without and just without medication uh-huh so they don't have to use medication as well it's just, just what with, they have yes already. yes just with diet and some medicated water and not even medicated water just hot water uh-huh. they're treating the patients because what we have to do we have to create an hostile environment for the bacteria aha uh-huh. internal environment mm-hmm. so external environment there are so many bacteria mm-hmm. when we get fever is when uh, favorable environment is there yes. internal environment there for bacteria to flourish right we have to do we have to create a hostile en- environment yes. for the bacteria yes. okay and then that is we that we are doing with the diet mm-hmm. okay so you'll see the change and that is free of cost yeah. you're not even taking like one rupee and the beauty yeah yes. it's like the your our bodies are so intelligently designed yes. our immune systems are so amazing yes. that you're simply giving it what it needs to actually be the doctor inside of yes, you yes exactly it's the physician and within every work is done by your immune system only yeah. you're just helping him mm-hmm. to create a favorable environment to work for our immune system yes. that's what you're doing and yeah rest the work is done by immune system itself and immune system has a memory right so once it's done by itself if you're getting uh, the cold again it will do mm-hmm. everything by itself it's learned it will not yeah it will not need any medication just to suppress the immune system or anything so once you suppress the immune system what happens is like uh, the memory and everything it's not working then properly yeah. so if you keep suppressing it like if you're having fever infection or anything if you keep suppressing it with mad- medicines and antibiotics what happens is in long run it is the cause of autoimmunity yeah okay so the f- infection is there in your blood right infection is there in your body it's deep down in there and once it find it find this like favorable environment or you're susceptible to certain disease it will grow uh, yes so you are susceptible to certain diseases as well uh, as well so the autoimmunity so you will see the prevalence of autoimmunity yes. in present era right yes. yeah. so that's the main thing in ayurveda autoimmunity is because of toxic metabolites mm-hmm. right so when like you eat something and it's not getting digested properly and if you're like immune system is working well and you're doing exercises and you're eating healthy according to you so you will not get any disease because you're exercising mm-hmm. you're eating healthy and everything but toxic metabolites are there in your body so once you change your habit and you start like you become some you become lazy and you're not exercise that much and you start eating like once in a way fast food or something so what happens the toxic metabolites are there in your body okay mm-hmm. so now you're not 
following all the healthy habits and they mm-hmm. are in your body so mm-hmm. what happens in course of time you will get the disease uh-huh. so till the time you are doing everything good it'll not be there for it's not long it's not for so long na you can do all the healthy habits you can follow everything regularly mm-hmm. sometimes you may fa- fall sick and you may not follow all the healthy habits so that's the time mm-hmm. so you may get the diseases like yeah. autoimmune diseases and all the other thing yeah Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, just to kind of circle back to, let's say, let's take fertility, for example. Um, it sounds like there's probably, with each individual, there's different types of the issue that's going on. Yes, and so you exactly. would look at the individual very closely. Because, yes. um, you know, you just hear a lot of these sweeping recommendations. And they talk about infertility, like this, it's this one big megalith. Yes. And and then, then, then there's like these gen- generic recommendations for everything. Yes. And I'm loving this approach where you said there's, is there like eight or nine different types of diagnostic yes. where you, different ways that you look to hone yes. in. So each individual will have a different set of conditions that are creating yes. these issues. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that what food we are taking is most important in what environment we are living is most important okay so like in india you'll see in some places there'll be a prevalence of disease mm-hmm. it may be because of food it may be because of environment as well ah. okay so you have to focus on that as well mm-hmm. it's not just about uh, genotype which is prakriti which is your body type yeah. okay it's not like about your, that only. like your dosha yes yeah. so it's not about that only mm-hmm. what food you're taking and how you're taking mm-hmm. is most important mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. so fertility is basically see primary secondary there are many type of fertility first mm-hmm. you have to find that and see if there is like different causes of fertility infertility right mm-hmm. so if there is problem in shape of the sperm ah. treatment principle will be different huh. So if the count is the problem, treatment principle will be different. If the mortality is the problem, treatment principle will be different. Mm-hmm. So that's how we approach it. Mm-hmm. It's not just that you are infertile and yeah. you just have to take this medicine. Mm-hmm. No, that's not how. Yeah. So this is the approach of SBBA. So this disease, that medicine, mm-hmm. it is completely rejected by SBBA. It's not like, okay, fever, paracetamol. Right. This medicine, that disease. No. Yeah. That's not how SBBA approached. Okay. So you have to find the cause and you have to just see the cause. So if shape is the problem, you'll see by the blood reports mm-hmm. and every semen analysis or mm-hmm. whatever is there. Mm-hmm. Okay. If shape is the problem, count is the problem, mortality is the problem, what exactly is the problem? Mm-hmm. Then you have to find the reason why yes. it is there. If mm-hmm. mortality is not there properly, why it's not there? Yeah. So you have to find the cause. Yeah. What exactly is the patient is like eating you must really investigate their lifestyle yes exactly mm-hmm. so you have to take the complete history what exactly is he eating if he was having any autoimmune diseases uh, when he was a kid mm-hmm. or any allergic condition when he was a kid mm-hmm. because it's not mm-hmm. that, yeah he's if he was having allergy condition when he was a kid and now it's suppressed because of all the medicine because it cannot get reversed so it may be one of the reason yeah it's not there anymore allergic symptoms are not there anymore but that may be the reason of mort- the uh, mortality is not there uh-huh. so you have what you have to do you don't have to look for this you have to reverse the allergic condition right the hypersensitivity uh-huh. same goes with autoimmunity so if he was having any autoimmune condition so then this is not the reason mm-hmm. so you don't have to see anything for the sperm right then you have to look for the autoimmunity yes let's let's leave the sperm aside we're yes. going back in time yes, more yes exactly yeah so once you find that 
reverse the autoimmunity and you'll see the everything will be get normalized mm-hmm. by itself mm-hmm. so you don't have to do anything for that mm-hmm. you just take the history and make a proper diagnosis and remove the cause that's the main thing and I tell you that that's so interesting to me is that when we started talking about infertility um, back home, a lot of times the onus is really put on the woman. They're mm. really looking at what's going on with her. And so you're speaking from the point of view of the, the sperm. And I know that it's both. Yes. But I think that that's an important reminder is that if, if there is a fertility, that both parties need to be yes, examined. Yes, exactly. Actually, it's 50-50 in mm-hmm. the patient's cases. Sometimes women is completely healthy and she can like conceive mm-hmm. she's not having any problem yeah and problem is with the sperm mm-hmm. or the male okay mm-hmm. and most of the time it is like that okay and if it is not that same goes with women as well uh-huh. so we have to find the cause as i told you right so we have to find the cause if pcos is if pcod polycystic ovarian disease yes is the cause system ovaries the cause or whatever is the cause yeah. okay sometimes there is like antagonist or hostile environment for the baby to grow mm-hmm. why it is there mm-hmm. okay so you have to find the cause and you have to reverse the cause so sometimes i think most of the time it's because of autoimmunity as well yeah okay so yeah. baby cannot grow because of the hostile environment mm-hmm. so you have to reverse that autoimmunity mm-hmm. that's the most important thing you have to do okay mm-hmm. so once you do that uh, patient are getting conceived in like one month two month of yeah depending upon their problem yeah so maybe six months max to max yeah yes because again back to the intelligence we are designed to reproduce yes, exactly like our bodies want to do that with all of its heart like yes, it just exactly 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 so actually the very cells even minute cells so we are as a human we have a mind right yeah so every minute cells also have a mind Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so when autoimmunity occurs is when their not pro- mind is not functioning properly, right? So yes, our cells has brain cells too. Mm-hmm. So when it's not working properly, then it's not able to recognize our own cells and foreign cells. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have to work on that minute level as well, mm-hmm. on the cellular level. Mm-hmm. So once it is fixed, it will be like. Uh, moral of the story is our body is designed to be healthy okay <laughs> it will do everything to be healthy we just have to help it to get healthy yes. that's the only thing we have to do yes yes um you know that's one of the mottos in mindful medicina is that your body is an, so intelligent yes. that it responds perfectly to an imperfect environment yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly and in that i want to circle back to something you said I, I feel like i can't leave this alone because we have this conversation so much among us um back home too is that you were describing um like you were saying let's take an area where people are getting sick and we can't just look at you know doshas and this we have to look at the environment we have to look at kind of what's going on there and this also points to we can't be so fixated on bacteria and viruses no. like it's the terrain yes. it's the it's the yes we're so, yeah so go ahead. the thing is that we cannot fix we cannot just look for bacteria and it's everywhere yeah. It's everywhere, right? Yeah. Right now we're sitting here, there are so many surrounded. around here. Yeah. <laughs> so we cannot, even in our internal body, there are so many bacteria. Yeah. So they will flourish only when we they get a favorable environment for them. Yes. So they can get flourished. What we have to do is we have to make our bodies in a manner that our body is not giving them favorable environment. Right. So we have to make our body hostile environment for bacteria to grow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if our digestion is good, if we are 
uh, adopting healthy habits like eating only when you're hungry is most important thing in ayurveda mm-hmm. so that's why uh, that's when our body needs energy that's when our body is telling us that you need to eat something it should not be like that okay breakfast is now the time of breakfast just have it for the lunch it's like fixed yes yeah that's not how it is okay yeah. eat only when you're hungry yeah. and that should be a good hunger okay yes. so where that's when you do it your digestive fire is working well yes. so every every thing you're eating is getting absorbed properly uh-huh. and assimilated properly yeah. and all the nourishment is it is getting from that food only uh-huh then you don't have to take all the supplements right right then there comes like uh, mineral deficiencies mineral and deficiencies yes, yeah and there are so many deficiencies right mm-hmm. nutritional deficiencies mm-hmm. in human and that's how the pharma companies are getting all their money from so much money. right yeah. so if they are advertising advertisement is so good like people just fall for yes. it yes okay yeah. so if you are having any deficiencies because you're having some pathology there is a reason behind that uh-huh. okay uh-huh. so you don't need to just uh, gulp all the supplement yes. you have to find why is it okay yeah. so you have to reverse the pathology you have to work on that cause yes and once it is fixed the nutritional deficiencies will not be there anymore okay mm-hmm. so it's like just that you should not be having so many supplements even of ayurveda so you will see so many ayurveda physicians are giving supplements for like ashwagandha is one oh yeah that's a big one yes yeah. ashwagandha is like <laughs> Everybody needs to be on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so ashwagandha is like immunity booster. But what exactly is immunity boosting? Yeah, yeah. Immunity is working and is not working. Yes, they are. Which one is it? Yes. yes. Which one is it? Boosting yeah. is what? Boosting is nothing. Boosting yeah. is making fool out of people. Yeah. That's so that's like, what does that even mean? You're saying? Like, yes, that's exactly. Like, this is ridiculous. Immunity yeah. boost is nothing. Yeah. It's. I don't think. I don't know what exactly it immunity boosting is. So your immunity should be working well, and that's it. Yeah. If it is working well, it will fight all the infection yeah. and inflammation, whatever is there. And you okay. get, you're creating the conditions. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you're saying that immunity boosting, but then um, your immune system is hyperactive. That should not be there. It yeah. should be active. Yes. That's it, right? Yes. So it should not be hyperactive as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So immunity boosting is not a concept. Mm-hmm. It's just a myth. Yeah. For experience. Yeah. And. Ayurveda supplements, you should never take herbs. Herbs are actually very potent, okay? They are very potent. You should never take any herbs just for immune boosting, even your, even if your doctor is saying so. Ask him the question, why exactly are you prescribing? It's not like you have to take throughout your life. Yeah. No, it's not, it should not be there. Uh-huh. The, problem is get, the problem is getting fixed. Now you can, uh, now you should stop this. Okay? Yeah. If you're prescribing a herb, okay, now... But problem you're having is not there anymore. So stop all the medication. You just have to have a normal healthy life. Yes. Just have your food. Do the thing you're being told to. And that's it. Yeah. You just need to, don't need to take any medicine mm-hmm. for so long. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Even, it is, even if it is modern medicine or Ayurvedic medicine, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not like it does not have side effect. They have side they effect. They have side effects. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it is taken in unintended situation... It will have side effects, right? Mm-hmm. Anything in unintended condition yes. will be having side effect. If mm-hmm. your body, say, if you take too much of water, it will be harmful for you. Yes. Just normal water. Uh-huh. So herbs are having some qualities, some mm-hmm. taste they are working with. They have some potency and it may be really harmful. Mm-hmm. Even if your doctor says yeah. the Ayurveda does not have any side effect, it does have. Yeah. Like yeah. even 
far uh, far more side effect it can show than the allopathy medicine itself uh-huh. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you should not be taking Ayurveda supplements as well no supplements yeah yes. yeah so basically you're on course and if things start to drift off you yes. you get the the correct thing which it sounds like it's good to have some guidance yes. so somebody who can really apply these deep diagnostics yes. and then when you get back on course then you no longer you let that go yes and exactly. then and then maybe you recognize oh I'm going off course. then maybe you can bring it back in and then mm-hmm. yes yeah um and I just wanted to say too that you know I want you know in the last few years we watched the world go crazy and I know that in America it was like all of the media was just like wash your hands and mask up and stay away from one another but not a word about diet not a word about exercise not a word about the real conditions of creating the terrain that we don't really have to be Mm -hmm. in fear because they needed us in fear of course (laughs) so the thing is that bacteria and viruses were always there. Yeah. And they will keep coming. Yeah. Okay. So they will keep mutating and they will take they will be taking new form and there'll be new disease. Yeah. You cannot just make vaccination and yeah. you cannot just get like people die. Right. So that's not how you can do it. No. Okay. So in Ayurveda it's not like uh, that you have to treat this virus with this medicine. Yeah. Okay. So antiviral drugs are for viruses. Yeah. Antibacterial are for bacteria. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's not how the Ayurveda approaches. Okay. You have to see the symptoms and there are return every treatment principle. You just have to apply those principles. Whether whatever is the bacteria or whatever is the virus, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Okay, you Mm -hmm. just have to apply the diagnostic principle and the treatment principle Uh of SBBA. That is scientific uh, Ayurveda. The only true Ayurveda in its form in present era is SBBA. Yes, is science-based, evidence-based Ayurveda. Yes, so it's like uh, in COVID times as well, like you just have to follow a certain diet you'll be assigned to and then a medicated water uh-huh. and you'll see the changes even the covid fever so normally when you were in hospital when you were hospitalized or whatever it was there it, w- it was taking like uh, one month or 15 days at least yeah. or at least a week right yeah so when SPBA guidelines were applied Three days, four days. Yes. Yes, without any medication. Uh-huh. The fever was getting re- reversed and you were completely healthy after yes. three to four days. <laughs> That's the like sign of that you are uh, feeling enthusiastic, you're feeling energetic and you're feeling hungry. Uh-huh. You And after all the like one month of hospitalization, you were not feeling hungry, you were not feeling well. Right. And you were feeling sick for like one year after, yes. after effects of COVID were even worse. This than long the, haul, quote unquote long yes, haul. Yeah, 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 yeah yes. was it was not in, <laughs> it was not there when you yeah. were under SBBA protocols yeah. and SBBA treatment guidelines. Yeah. It was not there. Yeah. It was just one week. Yeah. I noticed that I remember because um, I because um, you know we would we were keeping a close ear on what was happening in India during that time yeah. and you know we heard about uh, and you mentioned it too like the ivermectin being distributed yes. and then it sounds like a lot of these principles were being applied and it was only when the vaccine campaign rolled out that you started to hear about all the numbers and the sickness yes it yes. was like all of a sudden there was just this explosion yes exactly mm-hmm. so the thing is that you have to give the at least um, what should I say what should I say <laughs> you have to give a chance to yes. some other pathy it's yes. not just that is a western medicine right you have to have, give the chance yes. and you see give them the patient no yes. give 
ten patient to Western medicine of system yeah. and give ten patients to Ayurveda yes, to and then to SBBA and then compare no yes. bites and what we were asking that we will we don't even need mask we don't even need vaccines we will be there with the patient right and you're not afraid say, yes, to be there that's the thing no we will yes. be there without even vaccines yes. the vaccine was not there yeah. and without any mask yeah and nothing with not so uh, what what the dress yes. they were wearing yes. like zombies kind of dress mm-hmm. okay yeah. we will not be wearing that we will be there with the patient and they'll be getting recovered uh-huh. and it's not just that if they are having covid only even if they are with other diseases as well like yeah. diabetes yes and hypertension and cardiac ailments they were having yes. we were ready to uh, treat them like yes. sbba practitioner and pioneers of sbba uh-huh. but yeah Yes. That's the irony. So they were not given any chance. <laughs> yes. yes. I just want to say like a reflection from um, in Chinese medicine, you know, there was like, there's this text called the Yellow Emperor's Classic okay. that talks so much about um, the ancient physicians and how they would work with the elements. Mm-hmm. And there was this, there's five, they say there's five different types of chi, which is interesting because it really kind of corresponds a lot with the values. And yes. yeah, and, and, and with the, the way that, that prana moves the, mm-hmm. with the values, right? Um, and the one that, they would say they had the wu chi, and wu is a um, a word that means like halt, like a kind of protection, and or saying no or creating a boundary. Mm-hmm. And the physicians would go in, and they had no fear to be with people that had sicknesses that were seen to yes. spread or whatever, exactly. because they were applying for themselves yes. all of these principles yes. that were creating the ojas, yes. which was like creating this wu chi, yes. which is basically they they call it like an iron shirt, yes. like you're no fear, yes, you know. Exactly. So I, it gave me goosebumps when I heard you saying that because yeah. that's really what yeah. it makes me think of. So the thing is that you know that you know how to protect yourself yeah then only you'll be able to protect your patients yes so if you can protect yourself then only you are designed as a proper ayurveda scientific physician yes that you can protect others as well yeah okay so if you are not afraid of fever or covid yeah then you can treat them yeah if you're going them you know how to treat yourself yes you know how to make a hostile environment for any bacteria it yeah. doesn't matter which bacteria it is which mm-hmm. virus it is mm-hmm. you know how to make a hostile hostile environment for any bacteria yes. or any virus yeah. inside your body yeah. once you do that you doesn't you don't fear yeah. of any viral fever or bacterial fever and i feel like that should be a prerequisite for a physician because you know you see like you go to the u.s and i'm sure all over you go to a hospital and you just see the nurses and the doctors are so unhealthy and they're taking their smoke breaks and they're just like and then they're so in fear of you know and they're being exposed and they have their lifespans are so short you know and it's just like you know we need to be demonstrating to our patients like what this is exactly what you can the thing is just compare by yourself yeah just compare by yourself you can give the patients to all alternative or whatever it is not alternative but yeah <laughs> right exactly there, yeah. There, yeah, this other crap is alternative yes, exactly you can give patients to um, Ayurveda practitioner that to scientific Ayurveda practitioner and to other pathies as well yeah. you can do it for everybody like homeopathy or naturopathy or western yes. medicine or whatever it is okay yeah. and you see the like results yes by yourself yeah like within day you can reverse the appendicitis yeah and you don't need to go undergo the surgery yeah in 48 hours the appendicitis is getting reversed. Yes. So you'll see the report of uh, today and you'll see after two two days. It's a complete normal appendix. Yeah. And yeah. what you do, you just went through the surgery. Yes. So and this is not like a an anomaly. This is a regular 
thing that you yes, witnessed yes, is yes, like exactly. like th- that these things can be healed within a short amount of time. Yes, exactly. Yes. There is like proper evidence of these. So mm-hmm. there is a Facebook group of SBBA Wisdom Series. You'll see uh-huh. the patients there. Okay. The severity of the disease and the in days they are getting like in one month they are getting divorced. Psoriasis like every scaling the of the psoriasis psoriasis yeah. yeah. so scaling of the skin is there and everything and you'll see the change in one month with just one medicine yes that too with one medicine yeah and there are patients with like hypertension and diabetes and thyroid in one patient and with one medicine all the diseases are getting reversed mm-hmm. it's not just in giving medicine for hypertension yes. and for diabetes and for thyroid yeah differently yes no just one medicine right. for all the things yeah okay and the dis- all the diseases are getting reversed yes so there are evidences in that group mm-hmm. you can see by yourself and to clarify though so let's say we have three different people with a thyroid condition yes, yes. and and you say this one medicine but that's like this person might have that different one medicine. Yes, like, yeah, so exactly. it's a specific for the each person. The reason why he's having yeah. the medicine. Right. right. Three of them are having the <laughs> totally. thyroid. Yes, they yeah. can have different reason for that. Yeah. So they'll be having different medicine. As I told you, no, that this medicine, that disease, it doesn't work right. with SVBA. And that's, that's what basically Western medicine and even a lot of naturopathic medicine is based yes, on. Exactly. It's like, here's this disease and here's what we do for it. Yes, like, exactly. Here's the protocol. Protocol. <laughs> There's no protocol for nothing. So a patient comes, you have to find everything about him yeah. why he's having disease what food habit he's having in what environment he's working he's living you have to find everything okay so then you'll be able to know what exactly is the reason of his disease or her disease then you'll be able to reverse the disease by applying the hetu uh, which is cause effect mechanism so you can reverse the cause and you'll seeing the symptoms getting really bad on its own okay. i don't do a symptomatic treatment there's right. no symptomatic treatment in ayurveda yeah. so if you are having pain so it 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 not be like we'll be working on the pain we'll be giving you painkiller now why the pain is there yeah is it why because is of infection mm-hmm. or is it because of inflammation mm-hmm. so is if it is because of inf- infection you have to reverse the infection yeah and in even in cases of like toothache Okay, so we don't give painkillers. It is because of some infection in there, right? That's why the pain is happening. Otherwise, why pain is there? Mm-hmm. It is indicating something, right? Symptoms indicating that there is something in your body that needs to be fixed. You fix that, pain will not be there. Yeah. It's not um, your body is indicating some problem is there and you keep suppressing it. No, 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 no. no. Then it will be something like bigger. Oh, yeah. It will be worse. Mm-hmm. So do that at the very first point. Mm-hmm. The pain is there. You need, you know some infection is there. Reverse the infection. Yeah. And the pain will not be there anymore. Mm-hmm. That's how we put it. Is there a directory so that those who like live where I, where I live or in the U.S. even like this? Is there a directory where we can find... Because there's Ayurveda practitioners everywhere. Okay, but to yes. ha- find an SBEBA okay. practitioner. So the thing is that in uh, in India, um, SBBA practitioners are working in uh, uh, like so many states. Uh-huh. I think every state have some Ayurveda pra- SBBA practitioner, mm-hmm. so as to say. But uh, we have the group, SBBA Wisdom Series. Okay. And you can just write there. And I'll put that in our show notes so yes, people can exactly. connect. Yeah. So the thing is that uh, Dr. Rajkumar sir and Dr. Ramya ma'am, they have uh-huh. their mail ID. I'll give it to you. Okay. And you can ask them. Yes. So it's not like that you have to find SBBA practitioners. The pioneers of SBBA are also practicing. 
Uh-huh. So you can just go to them. Oh, that's wonderful. You can go yes. directly yeah. to them. So they are the one buying yourself SBB. Uh-huh. So you can just talk to them. You can just mail them. They'll reply to you or whatever. You yes. Do. Okay. So you can have a consult remotely. Yes, exactly. No, you no. have to be there. That's you have to the, be there. Yeah. Oh, I see. At least yeah. for the first time. It's not like online consultation. In SBB, you cannot do online I was going to say, because there's all kinds of things like pulses and they have to yes. see you and see touch you and feel. touch you and everything. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Mm-hmm. So you have to see what exactly is not right in the body of the patient right yes you have to see you have to touch everything yeah so that's how it is so in sbb uh-huh. we never do online consultation uh-huh. i see so actually i in ayurveda there's no online consultation uh-huh. it's happening nowadays mm-hmm. but it's um, so no telemedicine not, no 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 yeah. no telemedicine no nothing <laughs> you have to be there at least for once yeah so the doctor see you and uh-huh. completely he will be checking you and everything then after that you can ask him that i'm having because he knows what exactly you were you yes. uh, your problems and everything right yes so then he can tell you but for the first time you have to be uh-huh. present in yeah. front of the doctor yeah so that's the like um sign of um, hallmark of svba you have to be there yeah. which makes physically. perfect sense yes I mean, exactly that's, yeah. that's how they treat no it's that's the only thing that's the only way ayurveda can treat people when they are physically present at least one time uh-huh. so dr ramya ma'am is treating patients with uh, autism Uh, which is like prevalent in our society oh, yes. vaccination and everything is there right yes. so childs are getting autism yes they're getting reversed so with one medicine So that's how it is. Mm. Yes, it's wonderful. Yes. Well, I just want to thank you so much for your time and your insights and I just, you know, I I love it when, you know, um I've always loved to follow Ayurveda and I so much of my lifestyle is around that and you know, to just have the paradigm shifted yes. is makes my soul quake a little bit, but I I've learned to love that feeling because now I get the chance to integrate these this amazing perspective and i feel like i'm getting closer to the truth yes exactly and that's just um, a real gift yes and exactly. so I, i so appreciate so the thing is that ramya ma'am says ayurveda sbb a paradigm uh-huh. shift in ayurveda practice only mm-hmm. so you you just said paradigm shift so, uh, yeah. sbb is a paradigm shift in ayurveda practice uh-huh. that's what she says oh she yes, says that yes. okay <laughs> for lining up yeah exactly that's great. Exactly. yeah yes. wonderful yes. well thank you again so much thank appreciate you so much. your time thank you so much We hope this conversation has empowered you. Remember, you are unique and you are a miracle. Your body doesn't make mistakes. It responds perfectly to an imperfect environment. Until next time, go get that life.